2021 is here. Christmas is nearly here, most importantly, and we're going to discuss with you what happened in Q3 2021 and talk about the findings of the property market to see where the current state of play is. We're here with Carl Alsop, my better half brother. Hey. Hey, wow, that's very American. <laughs> uh, so Carl, talk about the property market 2021 Q3. What findings do you want to share? So findings are also and also data. Um, it's stuff we have found specifically on ground level. Full disclosure, I think our data is typically three to four months ahead of what gets published on the Dubai Land Department and yeah. other government reports because most of these reports are transactions that have actually completed. Whereas yeah. today, the data we are sharing are uh, actual transactions which have been agreed or, uh, or contractually signed. So you won't see a three, four months down the line. What we have found surprisingly this year, Dubai has had lots of positive news about property prices going up, huge demand. What we've actually found is uh, Q3 this year, we've found a 12% decrease in the number of transactions. What do you put that down to? Because it's a bit of a surprise, really. Not not a surprise when I read it, but because I, I kind of seen this happening. But what do you put this down? Are you to? saying a twenty percent, a twelve percent decrease in the quarter? Quarter in okay. number of transactions that have took place this quarter versus last. Um, I mean, you can see it. Yeah, the way the roads are, the way the airports are. I think you've got to take into consideration. A lot of people didn't fly in the summer and now flying in the you know the, the later end of the summer, the June, July, August, September. So. Um, what I'm finding is that people are not in the country. Um, so there's a couple of factors, obviously people's lives that that does happen. That's the travel and getting out of the country. But there's also the fact that I think a lot of people put the brakes on. I think we've talked so long about sellers demanding what they want. I'm going to call it first here. I don't think prices are going to go down. I don't, but I do think they're plateauing already. And I think we're going into a buyer's market. So. Uh, you know, we're seeing listings come on and they're not achieving uh, the price that they want, which is why I think there is a decrease in, in property value at the moment, a decrease in transactions, listings going on, but not selling for the price they want. The thing is with Q3, um, it actually encompasses people going away. So you're talking about July, August, September, people are going away, kids off school. Yeah. So typically in the real estate property market here, things are naturally a little bit slower. Yeah. But what I've actually found just speaking to people on the ground is that because there's been a huge surge of property price increases in many communities this year, it kind of made buyers take stock and probably probably take a little bit longer in making that decision. Yeah. Whereas, you know, kind of the start this year, they were probably panicking into making decisions because prices went that quickly, didn't they? Yeah, mental. Like, I was just like, laughing then thinking that all the people that we know that have bought houses and the money they've made is just wild. Yeah. But that will stop at some point. I think we're at that point where buyers have got the break on. So marketplace, a decrease, also I've got figures here, of 25% yeah. from the second quarter of this year to the third quarter of this year. So that kind of coincides quite nicely with the, f- the, the first part of this year, we've seen huge, huge uh, surge of, of people, you know, uh, property prices going up, people yeah. uh, people buying. And again, the the, 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 the slow, the, the, the breaks run on with people going away and also obviously people taking stock of what's going on. Yeah. Interestingly though, over the course of this year, the last 12 months, We've seen a 14% increase just as an average across the board of Dubai. Property price rises in some communities, it may be as much as 30, 40, 50%. I think that's leveled out though, because I think in one month, I think we're up at 18 or 20%. Obviously, that would have decreased. So over the year, it's definitely gone up. Um, and that's great for the, for the sellers. But I think maybe you've probably seen it go up and I think it's creeped back down a little bit. So I think that's definitely, definitely evened out. Well, the average property price that we have sold this year 
is now at 2.9 million dirhams or 2.95 million dirhams. And that has actually seen an increase in property value in the last 12 months of 355,000 dirhams per property. So we're talking approximately 60, 70,000 pounds. We've seen on average increase per property this year in value, which is great. And in terms of obviously the longer term view of what, what we see going into Q4, um, I said at the start of the year, you perhaps look back at my earlier podcast that you see huge increases in Q2 or a, a rise in Q2, in, in Q2. We would see some stabilization in Q3, which I think we've seen. Yeah. And I think you'll see uh, marginal property price gains in Q4, single digits. And that's, I still hold true on that. I, I think we've seen the pandemic boom. And I think that's now fizzled out as in like that supercharged property market. I mean, at one point, our buyer registrations were double what they are now. And we were looking yeah. at what is going on. Yeah. And obviously now they've halved, but that halve is actually where we were pre-pandemic. Yeah. Um, so yes, we registered less buyers, but it's just that that micro bubble of the pandemic has I effectively ended. Because the rest of the world is easing their own restrictions. So I think Australia today can, can now fly if outside you're Australian, of Australia. Though. If they're Australian, yeah. in flight outside of Australia. I think the point is that at the start of this year, so many countries are in such tight restrictions restrictions that Dubai was seen as that kind of living free because most of the world now is starting to open up and, and do business as normal, so to speak. Less people at high rates are coming into country. Yeah. So we're kind of seeing that settling down period a little bit. Yeah. Going into Q4. But, you know, speaking to people, is people are still bullish about Dubai the next two, three years about being very confident about this being a place to live and be. And, 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 and I don't that. think you can't be. I mean, it's like we said before, it's probably the leading destination in the world for F&B, for entertainment. You know, now the winter is the perfect months for the beach clubs and the yeah. beach live. It's, 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 it's going to be, there's a reason that a lot of Europeans, I mean, I mean last stat we had, and I'm sure to say on here, if you look at our stats, top three nationalities, for the first time ever, we've got two European nationalities at the top nationalities that have rented for us which is british then indian then french yeah so we've never had french ever in our books so we've never had two european countries which shows that people have come here from lockdown and they said actually i'm going to move here on a well, long-term Dubai's basis regained its its top spot at being the busiest airport in the world in october wow so any idea of the visitors no idea of the visitors, but the busiest airport, which also obviously Expo will play a part. We're now in Expo's now on, which is yeah. great. Um, but yeah, very much people are seeing this place the place to be. Okay, what? so I'm oh, sorry, I'm just jumping here. <laughs> so stats that I would like to highlight: transactions for lettings up six mm. percent. Off the back of that, the uh, percentage average price for a letting transaction is up nine percent. How does that correlate when we're saying that buyer registrations are down? but tenancy and prices have gone up and we're saying that property prices for sales are plateauing. Well, look, there will always be a continual new flow of people coming to the country. It's yeah. a transient place. So the number of people looking to rent will always be far higher than people looking to buy because of that constant inflow of people. We're probably seeing now lots of people still looking to move into country. Yeah. More people looking to buy because uh, to rent to buy to begin with because that's typically your starting point. Yeah, no one comes in and goes, "I'm going to buy in Dubai." It's very rare. I've never been here before, but I'm going to buy a house here. Exactly. So people, you know, we're having people moving to country, settling routes. So we've seen a nine percent average rental price increase in the last twelve months as an average, which equates to a property increase of six thousand dirhams 
give or take change per property. Wow. Obviously that can differentiate on different price bands, different areas, but as an average, that's what we found. Um, and going into Q4, typically it's probably one of our busier times of the year as well also, because you know, people looking to get a new you know, new homes in for the new year, yeah. um, but also like, a big conversion now of people actually in rental properties, they're actually looking to buy because it's yeah, been more affordable than ever. It's a massive part of business. People coming back to us and saying, we want to get the market. Top three communities for rentals. Do you know what they are? Let me tell you. You can tell me. Number one, Dubai Marina. Okay. Number two, surprisingly, with the low amount of units available is Jamaica Golf Stakes. Wow. Okay. And number three is downtown Dubai. Okay. I think two of the major areas in Dubai that we work in are... Uh, so most transactions happen for rentals in them areas. Correct. That's through also from also. And then if I look at the, the, the frequency of payments, so when people rent a property in Dubai, people still use checks, which is mad. Yeah. But anyway, quarter uh, quarter of people uh, rent a property also can also pay with one check, yeah. which is still, in my opinion, quite high. Um, quarter of people, 25% uh, of people pay with two checks, and then more than 50% of people pay with three checks or more. Yeah. Um, we're still waiting for that direct debit system to come in here. It's technology though, isn't it? Rentals. I think th there's no real DD technologies that exist that I know of in Dubai where you can put your card in and get it paid. So I think that's just... Dubai in the tech industry and banking industry is still 10 years behind European countries to have implementation. Hopefully that'll change. And then in terms of top communities for the sales, we've got Arabia Ranches. Yeah. Huge community. Uh, and always lots of lots of truck transactions going there. Dubai Marina again, um, and then the Springs. So Springs, Emirates live in all big big expat West, uh, communities in there. Um, what was it quite interesting also in the last quarter is mortgage transactions. The number number of mortgages that took place was up sixty three percent. Yeah. So you know, obviously finance is more ready and available to get these days. Yeah. Uh, mortgage team very 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 busy. So I think we're we're seeing that transition in rental people moving into one interesting transition for the company is and momentum I see a look at the transactions is that people get a mortgage of all stuff and all sort of mortgage services but they don't always buy for us but what we find is we get a discounted rate with major banks like CBD and HSBC and they give us discounted rates in the market so they end up getting a mortgage for us and buying from someone else which is not a not to mention the amount of time they save just dealing with a mortgage broker dealing with absolutely everything yeah I know obviously there's no crystal balls in, in properties and we'd all be, you know, you know very, very rich. Yeah, billionaires if it was. But what, what's your outlook in the next, you know, certainly next quarter? What do you see? Because, you know, December, obviously a large part of our business go back, goes back to the UK yeah. for Christmas time. I, I think the market's fragile. I, I've, I've seen a report, I was just looking online a minute ago, and S&P have said the same thing. They see the Dubai property market as fragile. And I think the reason for that is, is that it's going to swing one way or the other. That, that's the honest truth. You know, you're watching it for the last year where prices have gone up so much, but I'm watching buyers pull the brakes, which I said earlier. And if then brakes are pulled too hard, it could pull sellers down to a need to sell it below what they wanted for it. Um, so I think that there's a lot depending on buyer sentiment. I mean, if I was to put my, my cards on the table, I think the market will continue to rise, but I think it will rise very, very marginally. I just couldn't imagine you as a seller you, you as Carl Allsop saying, you know, I need to sell it and I'm going to sell it below what I bought it for. I'm going to sell it what I bought it for. If you know the market has increased a lot. So I don't think there's a lot of sellers that are, uh, you know, that motivated to sell at the moment. Anecdotally, on the on the ground in our managers meeting this morning, we are still finding people bidding on multiple properties. Yeah. So it's in certain communities 
and properties priced correctly, there is still very much demand. But you know, we are still seeing, we've talked about previously, the speculative seller. So we, we're still putting lots of new properties onto the market. But unfortunately, with, buy, with sellers reading the news about property prices going up, yeah. naturally, you're going to think, oh, well, I'm going to get more money for it. Again, the message to anyone, anyone looking to sell their property today is a lot of this data you see, whilst, whilst it's very accurate, it's it's out out of date. Yeah. This data, this data is even for land apartment or anything else. It's three or four months at least out of date in terms of what happened. So what's happening today could be a very very different picture. So in terms of your bullishness and your price, if you're wanting to put a house property in the market today, how quickly do you want to sell the property? If you if if, if time is not of the essence, of course, try hiring the price. But if you want to sell within two three four weeks, that is all connected to the price you advertise your property for. Yeah. So, I mean, what's happening in the market at the moment for anyone that's watching and wants to understand the market is we're meeting owners, we're showing what they're selling for, they're demanding more, we're making a judgment call whether or not we think we can get it. If we say yes, we'll take it on, we'll take it on. But normally we're going back in a week, 10 days, two weeks and saying we've had no viewings, we've had an offer, the offer is way below what you're currently asking for it, we need to bring the price down. So um, that's the way the market is, we take them on we advise them and then we advise them why they're not getting the interest they want and they have to bring the price down. Would you say there's still a undersupply? Because we, what we have seen is a massive surge of number of new listings come to market and some, to be quite honest, will probably never sell because yeah. of the unrealistic expectations. What yeah, I mean, thoughts? you look at Darren in Jamiro Golf Estates, I think, did he list 15 villas in Jamiro Golf Estates? Is that what he said, 17? Yeah, four or five weeks, yes. Four or five weeks. And if you look at them when we're having the conversation with him, he said the reality is the sellers want to sell, but they're either tenanted or they're way over asking price for where they need to be. Um, so if you actually look at a unit you can get into, a unit that's market value, that's going to value up at the banks uh, and a unit that matches your criteria, yeah, you, you are undersupplied unless you head outside of uh, outside the main zones. Circling back then, what's the, what's the crystal ball say for, for the resource ops expert opinion going forward for Q4? What do you think the outlook looks like for us? Well, for Coventry City, I'm hoping for a top four. <laughs> that's that's very important. I'm thinking keep the five three two formation, and yeah. you know I think we'll we'll be floating around the automatics. That's very important to to get there. And their PUSB, yeah. Um, and for Allsop and Allsop as a company, that's Dubai in the market. What do you think? I think it's just going to carry on ticking over. That's the only way to explain it. I think I think buyers are registering. They're obviously showing intent, but not committing. Uh, and sellers will continue to get a realization check, I think a reality check of my house isn't worth that, bring it down to the value, uh, but it will keep ticking over. I think at the moment we're in a moment where there is, there is a, a bridge between sellers' expectations, what buyers prepared to pay, and over time that gap needs to, to narrow. At the moment it's probably slightly too wide, yeah, wide apart. Going into 2022, what would you like to see? Me personally speaking, I would like to see um, some form of introduction of aid or help for first-time buyers, whether that's increasing LTVs or help yeah. with uh, reduction in uh, government fees for buying a house. I think that would really encourage more people in country that are newer to country the last couple of years yeah. to buy. What would you like to see? Um, I mean, there's, there's loads of initiatives. You look at initiatives at the moment, 100% business ownerships in. Uh, there's lots going on that help micro sections of the property market that have a knock-on effect in some way shape or form but 
Uh, if you really want to pump the property market up, again, knocking the LTV down or higher a little bit further, uh, rele releasing, I mean, this is a big problem that a lot of people don't see. The property market's gone up 20% over the last year, yeah? Mm -hmm. That's fair? Okay. So that villa that was worth 4.2 million is now worth 5.1, hypothetically. It's no longer in the category of the, the LTV that you can get. So I think that if, if the property market has gone up, they need to increase the threshold from 5 million to maybe 7 million to show that the value of increment, otherwise it doesn't really work. Yeah. All in all, I've, I'm extremely, uh, what, what I can foresee in the next quarter is I can see single digit growth. Um, I think that's sustainable. I think this 20% year on year unsustainable. is unsustainable. I think there'll be measures in next year where we'll start seeing a bit more normality to buy a property market. I think any help from the government in regards to getting people in country buying quicker to get them deep rooted a lot, lot, lot sooner will be very much welcome. Definitely. But all in all, I think we're in a good state. We're in a healthy state. We're, we're, we're in a state of normality, which yeah. is what I want to see in this property market moment. Good. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Bye.